Hello and welcome to Gravitas Wins Conversations. Today, I'm excited to talk to Anuj Magazine. He's a director at an e-commerce company, but that is not why I'm talking to him. Anuj does what I wish to do, sketchnoting. So I'm going to talk to him for selfish reasons. I want to know how he started, what he has learned, what are the tools that he is using, and what is his guidance for me to get started in sketchnoting. I hope you will also enjoy this conversation. Hello, Anuj. Welcome to the conversation. Hey, hi, Joseph. Uh, quite happy, quite glad to be here and look forward to the conversation. Thank you. Uh, Anuj, let's start at the beginning. How did you get started with sketchnoting? I think beginnings are always special. So, you know, so is this question for me. Uh, I think it was about uh, two or three years back or slightly more than that, that, uh, you know, I'm, I'm pretty much uh, active on few of the social media, including LinkedIn, uh, which was off, which is more off late. But before that, it was on Twitter. So in Twitter, I saw a few of the people, you know, are you know very passionately sharing messages using visual medium and i didn't know at that time that uh, you know this medium is called a sketch noting and I, it it kind of uh, uh, piqued my curiosity and it kind of interested me a lot and if i look back at my own life uh, most of the interests that have sort of clung on to me uh, f- for a longer period of time you know call it uh, reading writing uh, long distance running graphology I think all of them, uh, I found one similarity. I think all of them actually started with a spark of inspiration. One of the things that I learned over a period of time was when you get a spark of inspiration, never let it go waste. So <laughs> do something about it. So my whole quest, whole, whole journey started with the inspiration of few of the people who I saw sharing sketch notes. And that's how you know I kind of got interested uh, into it. Okay. You said... You are a marathon runner and you are a director in a full-time job in a company. And I think you are having about 19 patents or something like that, right? Yeah. How do you find time for sketchnoting? Yeah, I think this is, uh, it, I would like to, I mean, time, I guess all of us have in equal proportions uh, in, in our life. So it is more a matter of uh, trying to figure out, uh, you know, what interests you. Actually, on the matter of time, I'm always reminded of one of my friends, you know, he was, he's actually quite active in the, uh, in the space of social work. And, you know, he, he kind of finds way to figure out, use whatever discretionary time that he has to, uh, you know, go out there and help people almost selflessly. So I, one of the days I happened to ask him, right, how do you find time for, uh, you know, doing so much, so many activities that you you do. And it was like years back. I think it was maybe around 15 years back that I asked him. And the response that he gave me kind of stayed with, stayed with me over a period of time. What he said to me was that, uh, you know, it, it's always about priority, right? I think mm. all of us end up doing what we end up doing. Uh, you know, whatever we end up doing is kind of, uh, kind of driven by, you know, what we think is high priority. And if we align our priorities during the day, I'm sure I think all of us can find time to do uh, wonderful things. Uh, uh, and I'm sure like a lot of people do wonderful things uh, with their time over a period of time. So I think I, that is one sort of, uh, if I may, at the risk of reusing the phrase that I use, the spark of inspiration that, you know, by just managing your priority 
and managing your energy, I think you, you will be able to do slightly more things uh, than what you normally end up doing. Okay. So you talk about the priority and the energy. So when is your energy the most for sketchnoting? Yeah, that, that's quite an interesting uh, question. Um, if, if you ask me like uh, the entire sketchnoting process, uh, there are different phases to it, right? I think uh -huh. when I'm actually conceptualizing uh, what I need to sketch on, um, I don't think mornings are a great time for me. You know, normally I tend to use my sleep uh, sleep time. And I say sleep time, it is like usually after I sleep uh, to, uh, and I'll come to that, uh, to really form some ideas on what I need to uh, sketch note on. And if you look at the remaining part of the sketchnoting process, which is actually uh, when rubber hits the road, when you're actually, you know, pen meets the paper, uh, you know, that process uh, actually is quite split across the day. But I do tend to start early, quite early um, in, in the day. And uh, uh, the process that I have evolved over a period of time, it, it was more a subconscious evolution of process allows me to break the entire sketchnoting process into uh, micro steps. And I kind of figure out when I, during the day I find time um, and and kind of fit those uh, micro steps in. And over a period of time, you know, everything gets stitched up and show, gets shown as a as an eventual sketchnote. Very true. Can you go a little deeper into that micro step that you talked about? Yeah. So, so how, how, does, how does that micro step look like? Yeah, so I think uh, what what I what I believe right after the idea has been conceptualized, and if you look at uh, the anatomy of a sketch note, every sketch note will have a title. Every sketch note will have various structural elements to it, uh, including you know how you want to uh, portray certain information, you know, uh, and what way, what visual language you want to use to portray that information. So there are. Uh, in addition to the title, there are building blocks to a sketch note, uh, and those building blocks uh, uh, at the fundamental level are basic shapes and forms, right? I think they, mm -hmm. if, if you see, like, you know, sketch note is not a, uh, you know, as uh, complicated an art as uh, Mona Lisa or any other uh, art form which is there, but it is a different type of an art form which you can imbibe and use by following a basic. Uh, you know, Mike Rodis, who whose book I kind of read and yeah. got inspired from, he talks about like basic shapes, right? If you know how to draw a circle, how to draw a line, how to draw a, a dot, how to, you know, doodle around, I think you will have everything that you know to form a sketch note. So uh, there are micro steps uh, which involve, you know, how the title should look like, how my font should be, what should be the color combination of it. And these are the micro decisions that needs to be made in the whole process of uh, forming a sketch note. So my process, uh, I prefer to uh, have uh, a full clarity, like uh, you know, like Stephen Covey said, begin with end in a mind. So my, I am quite uh, driven by that as far as the sketch noting process is concerned because I, I need to, the fact that I'm able to divide it into uh, micro steps. Uh, one of the biggest uh, reasons why I'm able to do that is because I exactly know, you know, where I want this to, uh, want the sketch note to go. Of course, you improvise a lot of things on the way, but uh, the end structure and, you know, how the color combinations will play out, what kind of visual 
vocabulary I'll end up using, uh, you know, that gets formulated as a part of uh, when I'm conceptualizing the sketch note. Okay. So you, you are starting at the end, Begin, begins at the yeah. end. So that's okay. And you talked about the micro steps. Yeah. So let's talk about the conceptualization first. Yeah. Okay. So you are reading a book, you are reading a Twitter thread, yeah. or you are reading a piece that you want to sketch note or, uh, so in that particular case, how do you decide what to take, what to leave out, and what ends up in the sketch note? Yeah. So, so you, I think you asked a very good question. Uh, you, you phrased the question very well because uh, you not only said uh, what what should be added, you also said what should be you know moved out of a sketch note. So the whole process, uh, you know, my. Uh, start point, right, is uh, whether the topic that is being talked about is uh, one of the heuristic it has to serve is whether it is exciting me a lot, like it, it has to, mm-hmm. you know, I have to feel like a kid, right, I didn't know this. And now, you know, I'm starting the process of discovery as as I'm learning to simplify a concept, which I knew or probably didn't know it before. But now I have an opportunity to really uh, break it down into the pieces and uh, show. So I think it is important. Number one heuristic is that the whole topic should excite me. I'm not even mm-hmm. thinking of audience at that time, right? It goes out to, uh, you know, if you share it in social media, there is a every chance and potential that it gets shared. But that's not the goal. I think that it, it starts with a pure form that the topic should excite. And the second uh, part that I have consciously done as a part of my sketchnote process is the ideas that I end up uh, sketchnoting are what I call as timeless ideas, right? In my, uh, un, you know, my mind, my understanding, a timeless idea is a one which uh, will be relevant maybe 20, 30, 50 years from now, right? I think if, I, mm. if my son is uh, seeing that sketch note when he starts working, uh, which is still some time away, I think he should find those uh, relevant. So that, that timelessness is important. I think that is one of the reasons why I put date in my sketch notice because I do want to be able to see it uh, many years down the line and see whether that idea still stands, uh, you know, test of time or not. So these two things are very important to me at the time of conceptualizing, right? What, what really, uh, what really should I go ahead and sketch? Like number one, whether the idea excites me second, whether the idea is a timeless idea or not. So I'm kind of driven by these two things. Okay. So you selected these two ideas. Or rather, you have selected an idea based on these two factors. Yeah. How do you sleep over it? How do you get this in your dream? Yeah, no, I think so. Uh, so the sleeping over, there was a very interesting book by Matthew Walker called as Why We Sleep. And I did a sketch note on that too. I think this is, um, it kind of uh, uh, unthreads uh, the whole concept of sleep, right? I think one of the biggest uh, Uh, problems with the uh, urban life is that we tend to uh, give very less priority to sleep. I think things are changing. People are getting more aware about it. And probably the whole facet of, uh, you know, less sleep has uh, blown out of proportion during this pandemic times where people are virtually uh, hooked on to their work uh, at at really odd hours. So, you know, this uh, uh, Matthew Walker talks about this concept of, you know, sleep as a source of inform- information alchemy, right? Uh, and, you know, there are different facets of facets of sleep. One is 
rapid eye movement sleep other is non rapid eye movement sleep so rapid eye movement sleep he says if you are in you know one of the stages of uh, rapid eye movement which is rem sleep what happens is uh, what he calls as information alchemy in information alchemy what happens is that uh, you know this is the time when ideas in your head subconsciously date with each other and something magical comes out and more often than not uh, uh, you know i have kind of gotten into this habit of uh, feeding in ideas in the head and just just see like what happens right i think this that that's how i kind of started but i think what i figured out was that uh, i may not have like everything sorted out when i get up in the morning but uh, you know you still feel lighter right i think that uh, uh, that whole alchemy information alchemy process it really uh, gets you closer to the solution if not to the solution so for, to me i think that is important uh, whether i have to kind of feed any sort of a sketch note designs in my head before i sleep or feed in the ideas that i want to sketch note on uh, i think both of these uh, you know sleep is an ally uh, you know i i i can't stress it enough uh, it's not that like you kind of overthink things in your sleep but uh, over a period of time what i have realized is uh, you know with the quality of sleep the quality of ideas also improve wonderful i think probably as you rightly said when we sleep more we rest more and when we are rested more our art mind kicks in and then we are able to create that okay so you have selected an idea because of those two factors that you talked about and then you have conceptualized it you have slept over it do you sketch every day i do sketch every day now i think uh, there are different types of sketch note if i need to like broadly classify them one is uh, uh you know where you are really looking to present a summary of uh, a large article or a summary of a book and other are what i call a single idea sketch note right where you are just talking about uh, one idea and taking uh, that idea uh, further to sketch so the the ones which are which have you know four or five or even more ideas in there those usually take longer period of time for me to conceptualize and get it ready but single idea sketch notes i tend to do it uh, in one setting if not in one setting maybe you know between two or three setting because every iteration really makes the sketch note better so i i tend to do it every day uh, but i also realized over a period of time that it is uh, important to give yourself a mental break uh, every now and then uh, you know and uh, the fact that i run also it kind of helps because it takes your mind off uh, uh, you know the stuff which can uh you know you can really get engrossed in the art right so you you got to take uh, enough break so i i try to do it's not a sort of a set cycle when i uh, sketch and when i don't but i do uh, subconsciously know that i need to take break be it in a you know one day two day or you know even if it is a few hours uh, just away from it so i do take a break so it, it is not a, a continuous uh, process okay and and let's say for example you are sketching on a continuous basis every day okay yeah. With, without the break that you are talking about every day how long how many hours or how much time you spend on sketching yeah i think that's a interesting question i i, I may need to go and see my uh, you know ipad statistics which i didn't uh, yet but uh, one of the things i'd like to say is that my the entire process that i talked about is quite disjointed it is i would say you know it, it kind of lacks a 
coherent sequence or a connection and when i say that uh, what i mean by that is uh, you know once you have conceptualized what you want to do the actual process of sketch noting uh, i i rarely get a time to do it in a stretch right idly uh, you would say that uh, this is one of the activities which uh, you know you might spend 2 3 hours and get it done in a stretch but that's not uh, what happens i don't remember when was the last time i spent 2 3 hours into the sketch noting process right i think it was uh, you know it it kind of uh, it is it is a it happens in breaks like i take uh, uh, maybe a, a session of 15 minutes or 20 minutes i uh, you know i i know what i have to dry, draw during that time i do that and maybe take break uh, and and do the work i think a lot of time what happens is uh, in between work uh, uh, for example you know during the lunch hour i think in our organization uh, uh, we have a mandate that between 1 and 2 there won't be any meeting and that's usually a break time where you kind of try and figure out uh, you know how do you kind of recharge yourself and come back to work so i do use some of that time uh, you know maybe bits and pieces 5 10 minutes uh, there to uh, do uh, do a sketch but uh, and then i think i pick up maybe later in the evening or maybe early in the morning and then and then i kind of uh, Uh, get done with the whole uh, whole process so what what i realized was uh, you know as long as you are aware where you are headed to as a part of your uh, sketch note design uh, even uh, even uh, uh, drawing a line is a progress right even if i spend mm. five minutes and i draw i just only i only draw a line but i draw it uh, as well as i had imagined uh, it to be then i think it's a progress for me i mean um, uh, and uh, and that also comes to a point because sketch noting is a art form which uh, as i have experienced it uh, it goes through uh, a lot of process of uh, you know you can call it rehearsing you can call it uh, repetitions you can call it uh, iterations and the tool that you end up choosing for sketch noting has to support that uh, has to make your process of iteration very easy, uh, easy for you okay so we'll we'll come to tools and all of those uh, things in yeah. a minute so okay so you talked about i think that is why that micro steps matter yeah. so you conceptualize it and you say okay this is how the end sketch or sketch note looks like yeah and then i'm going to maybe i have only 5 minutes so i'm going to draw a line maybe i have another 5 minutes i'm only drawing or writing the heading and so on and so forth so you break that down into micro steps and you achieve each of those steps yeah okay so so do you practice every day and then kind of discard some of these things like say for example when i say practice just drawing the lines or writing without without an intention of a full fledged sketch note but it is more of a, a practice of sketch noting do you do that or all the time when you are sketch noting it is with an intention to uh, publish yeah no i think uh, what one of the things that uh, and it it happened at a subconscious level that has happened since beginning when i started doing is that whenever i uh, i uh, took up sketch noting it was with the intention of uh, you know uh, coming out with an output and in okay. uh, i think so that it's it's not sounding too complex for the listener because uh, you know i i was never an artist right i think this is a skill that i learned in the last 2 3 2 3 years um, 
And so one of the ways that I started uh, my journey was uh, I picked up a sketch note, which I liked a lot. And, you know, without intention of distributing it, I just uh, pick up a pen and paper and just started copying uh, that sketch note line by line. Mm. So that act of doing that, uh, I realized helped me get in the mind of the person who actually wrote it. I think it didn't happen like in one or two. It you know it was a process that happened over a period of time. But if you're looking to learn, I think one of the best way to learn is uh, you know just pick up your pen and paper, just pick up a sketch note that you li- like, and just you know uh, copy it uh, as is. Like uh, you know your own process will always follow through. you know like they say imitation is the start of creativity right i think you start and then you and that's what it helped me i think it helped me get into the mind of uh, people who uh, you know i admired uh, and i followed and helped me break up the process for them because what what's happening is like this uh, whole process of copying a sketch note line by line it uh, it takes time i think it won't happen in 5 minutes 10 minutes you need to spend some time and after you spend that much time uh, i think your mind you know that idea the new pathway started develop starting start to develop in your mind which helps mm. you in your process uh, later on so uh, for me that was the start and the second aspect that i have tried to do with my sketch note uh, if you you know observe them in a sequence one of the things that i have tried to do is every time i you know it's a kind of a pact that i have with myself that every time um, i sketch something uh, i have to introduce a new element which i had never you know done before it it may be mm-hmm. a you know simple way of uh, you know creating a bubble which you know which includes a text or it can be a new color that i end up using it can be a, a new font that i end up using it has to be every sketch note has to have some new element it can be a very small element but it has to have a small element unless until we uh, uh you know that uh, what i realized was unless until i include variety in the process you know i'm you know, the whole uh motivation will die down over a period of time so i think that whole quest for uh getting that novelty getting that one additional new thing is one of the factors that has uh, i believe kept me going okay one of the things you talked about the colors one of the thing that i have seen very different from us sketch note and so many other people's is the bright colors yeah uh is there any specific reason or is just a practice or is it a kind of an eye towards that no i think i i feel i have developed i think not every time it works and it looks because it looks good if i look back uh, after few weeks i realized no man i think this 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 didn't look as good as i thought it will look uh, uh I, I, as i thought it will look but uh, over a period of time i uh, and it's also a subject of experimentation right i think it's mm. Like mm. not sticking with the one sort of a color and introduce some variation in, in there so i i do look back at the sketch notes and uh, not with the intention of being critical but you know once you're scrolling down and seeing okay if i have to redraw this uh, now how would i redraw that like how would i reimagine the same ideas being represented so that is another sort of a quest uh, you know that i'm chasing but colors like i think it is more a knack uh, which which uh, uh, which uh, you know i kind of uh, still in process of learning but also developing at the same time yeah so you talked about 
maybe reviewing or retro you can call it as yeah. rather than being a critical one so you look at some of the sketch and say hey you know something i could have changed yeah. or i could redraw it in a different way so do yeah. you go back and redraw any of the sketches i i do that i do that i think a few of them i end up publishing also i think the one of the ones that i did uh, i think one or two weeks back uh, was on product thinking so i i yeah. do that uh, i think 6 months back then i okay. uh, i think for some re, uh, you know thing at work i was uh, trying to get uh, uh, you know i was i was involved in deciphering that a little bit more at that time i realized that the one that i drew some time back it was not uh, that maybe i i have a different way to imagine that right now so i did that i think i do that uh, often that uh, you know some like i said like okay. these ideas are timeless so they can mm. be presented in a different ways um, and uh, i i do um, uh, i don't do it as often uh, and that is also conscious because uh, i think uh, maybe more greedy uh, part of me which wants to learn new things uh, rather than you know reinvent the previous ones which are there okay yeah. uh, now that we are talking about some of the sketches what was the most challenging sketch and why um i think i i, I don't think i can hand pick uh, one of them but uh, you know i think for example the sleep one which i did sometime back like why we sleep i think at that time i the you know one of the things that i was trying to do was to uh, conceptualize the whole concept of sleep with the uh, uh, you know the uh, the whole concept of sketch note with the whole act of sleeping right it it had to have some metaphorical similarity with with the in in terms of colors and the way we uh do stuff uh, there so i think that i would say was uh, it took time i think it took uh, quite a bit of iterations um second i would say you know i i um the technological concepts right i i did one on blockchain then i did one on apis and there are few other which have not released because they meant for some uh, project that i'm doing uh i think most of the technical concepts which are uh, you know the whole act of simplifying them i you know that is challenging because you mm. know the way we you know we have like over jargonized technical world uh, as it is and uh, and the whole act of uh, you know deciphering that and making it simple for people that is challenging and i i relish that challenge because uh, i think uh, that kind of uh, that has a possibility to reach uh, a lot of people and simplify their lives so i think these two uh, i would say kind of categories where you have to uh, where you have to map the sketch with the you know how the thing will be in the real life and second is the technological concepts okay and uh, what are the tools you use yeah i i actually started uh, the whole sketch noting journey with the uh, uh, i had pen and paper i think over a period of time i did, did that for quite quite a bit of time i think one of these speeches that i did with the uh, illinois institute of technology in 2018 that was like one of the first sketches that i did uh, you know uh, with just pen and paper and i liked uh, the whole process there you know till i discovered the digital sketch noting and um, uh, you know what i liked about uh, the whole process of 
pen and paper style sketching was that you know you you get that real feel right i think you you have that paper and you've mm. like, grown up doing that over a period of time but you know it became unmanageable about after a while uh, uh, simply for a reason that my whole color box uh, you know it, <laughs> i had to like carry this big a box to uh to any place where i kind of went and it it became difficult to manage over a period of time i still have that box like lying around uh, in 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 my room which i sometimes uh, used to scribble on but i think digital sketch noting i started with uh, it was with a windows 10 laptop uh, i believe it was a lenovo laptop uh, you know lenovo had this yoga series which used to come with stylus mm-hmm. so i i migrated to that uh, and enjoyed doing it till i think you know the the whole device broke up uh, because i was kind of overusing the screen uh, which which uh, more often than what it was designed for but i think uh, after i discovered uh, ipad as a means to sketch uh, i have not looked back i think uh, that is just amazing uh, as in terms of uh, various factors i think any i use a procreate app i think before i used procreate i used paper by 53 and few other apps but procreate uh, along with ipad and apple pencil i think that's a sort of a uh, combination that i don't think i'll kind of get away from at least in a foreseeable future procreate why because uh, like i said the whole act of sketch noting it involves lot of iterations lot of uh, Uh, repetition a lot of uh, you know rehearsals of the whole concept the way you lay out and it makes it easy for you to undo things i think uh, it is important to know it is important to understand as a part of the sketch noting process uh, you know doing something doodling something is as important as you know uh, undoing something so mm. you know, with just a tap you can just undo if you didn't like what you want to do and if i had to do the same thing on paper i had to be extra cautious because mm. paper makes you uh, you know the whole process uh, very cautious because you have to be you know in the mindset of uh, doing the things right the first time whereas if you are on a digital medium you know you know that you can you know undo it uh, any time that you you would like to so i i like uh, undoing feature more than any other you know pens and brushes that it it gives me okay and in procreate do you have any special uh, pens and the brushes or you use a default one or or do you create one no i think i have not uh, i have uh, used uh, exported some of the available uh, brushes i have not gotten into creating brushes yet Uh, but i use a lot of them i think uh, procreate comes with lot of uh, default brushes and you know whenever i use one i get reminded of when i started using pen and paper because each of these brush uh, that i end up using uh, multiplied by number of colors which are there used to be <laughs> that big box that uh, i was talking about but now it true, is like with a click of uh, tap of uh, pencil you are able to very easily uh, Uh, you know get to the color you want so but i use i try to vary it uh, as much as possible i think one of the things that i used to do better when i used uh, pen and paper was that i used to experiment a lot with the font uh, mm. which i need to start doing uh, uh, you know i have a default way of writing like everyone else is i think i more often tend to lean to that way of writing 
you know when but when i was actually doing on pen and paper i used to experiment uh, far more with font than i do right now which is something i okay. you know i want to experiment a little bit more on on digital medium okay so if i were if i were to start today uh first of all can i learn the skill and how would you encourage me these are the steps you should take to come to this kind of uh, sketch noting what would you say sure yeah i think at any one i think i i just wish uh, you know sketch noting started with a d because i i could have used that phrase a b c d like anyone can dance <laughs> anybody can dance so, but i think uh, yes. but the, but the fact is like anyone anyone can do it i think uh, it's a matter of uh, uh, i think staying with a habit i think more often we start something and uh, we don't uh, uh, continue mm. with it often and also it is important to attach a purpose to why we are trying to do uh, what we are trying mm. to do, right i think the purpose if you have a purpose attached to it i'm sure you know there are very few people who do um, you know podcasting like you you are getting into you know you're uh, doing a great job of uh, already uh, and you know you have a broader purpose which it is serving uh, you i think and if you attach that purpose uh, to any skill that we want to learn i think it becomes easier for us to uh, go ahead with it but on a on a tactical level if we if we want to uh, really go ahead and uh, in start investing time in it uh, i would say after attaching a purpose to it it can be like you know i'm my job is highly technical in nature people don't understand what i try and do let me help help simplify what i do right that can be a purpose after mm. that just start i think it is a matter of initial sketches are not going to be great i think you got to be uh, very um, mindful of the fact that uh, initial output uh, you know just equate with it it uh, with uh, the first time you started to write right i think uh, you know, <laughs> we we were terrible i think we we were taught how to uh, uh, hold a pen we were taught how to grip the pen we were taught how to write on the surface and uh, we stumbled but uh, but we hung on to it and we learned it i think the same concept will apply here it's just that Uh, you know being adults our mind get more uh, you know uh, polluted with a uh, lot of voices which says that you know i it's too old to learn and all that i think it it's, it does not happen that way so like i said uh, before i think another tactical step is to pick up a sketch note that you love and just mm. start start to copy it uh, you know line by line you know just don't start to apply thoughts like how can i change this and all just and stay with it i think do it for two or three sketch note i think you will get the hang of it how the whole message is uh, simplified and uh, put forward and third thing is uh, which i took time to learn is uh, the whole process of sketch noting is more about subtraction than it is about addition right i think if you have a big book uh, you uh, and you have a medium which combines both text as well as uh, it combines uh, visuals uh, i think we got to be very choosy about uh, what is it that what is the core theme i think that comes with practice but we should be open to subtracting i think you know that is one part that i took a while to understand and still still learning about it that uh, what should i omit right what is the detail which is not needed and that skill you know it, it i figured out over a period of time that it it helped me a lot in my job right i think you you subconsciously you are building a skill to cut out the noise in the process right mm. uh, and mm. 
and i think that kind of helps in a very very various very different ways so you talked about copying as a first step to learning the skill so in that particular sense who are who are your inspirations oh, yeah, for sketch noting i think i have to like uh, if i have to name one person it has to be tanmay tanmay bora i think he yeah. does a fantastic job i think amazing I've, yeah i followed his work for a long period of time i've spoken with him and you know learned from him uh, a lot right uh, you know i i think i attended one of his classes but that was like just few weeks back it was not at the start of my journey but i i did that just to uh, you know just pick up like you know one or two or three or four more things that i can understand from his uh, methods i think he's there then mike rodies is there uh, whose book i started the whole my whole journey with um, and then abhijit bhadri i think he he is another person who mm. sketch notes i uh, followed uh, during the initial period of time uh, but i think yeah, his his style is different than tanmay's style and mike's style is style is also very different uh, over a period of time so you have that amalgamation of um, uh, you know things that uh, you you end up learning with people one of the things that i learned um, um is that and uh, you know, if you want to become a good writer you read a lot of stuff right i think if yeah. you, and if you want to you know there was this uh, javelin thrower not like neeraj i think before neeraj in 2016 uh, uh, rio olympics uh, you know julius yago i think he won the he won the silver medal in the olympics uh, but i think one of the things that i recall from him is that uh, this guy learned javelin by just watching youtube videos and he was like a you know world champion and all that so so if you want to learn a javelin you watch a lot of javelin video if you want to become a better uh, cricketer you you know better mm. watch how virat kohli uh, you know does that cover drive and like the same principles apply to um, uh, sketch noting also if you want to become a good sketch note artist you got to be consuming a lot of sketch notes you on a regular basis mm. you asked me earlier whether i uh, i sketch every day uh, i may not i think uh, you know like i said the need to take break but one of the things that i try to do is to i see sketch notes every day just to you know pick up uh, pick up on inspiration and try to kind of decipher the mind of a person on why and how you know he or she has made uh, uh, you know that kind of a visual so i think this is all part of uh, learning learning um, process okay you talked about some of the lessons one of the key thing that you talked about is you learn to subtract rather than add mm-hmm. and pass out or rather take out the signal and the noise yeah. are there any other learnings you have learned in the last years of sketch noting no other think- than learning sketch note itself no absolutely i think uh, if i need to call one thing uh, that would be you know i uh, you talked about the sketch noting ideas and how i pick up subject i think one of the driving principles for me which again i learned from you know one of the blog that tanmay had uh, around uh, the whole notion of consuming less and creating more okay mm-hmm. i think uh, i uh, i like to read a lot i think you know um uh, i had uh, maybe 5 6 7 years back the goal of 
I used to have the goal of reading number of books, which over a period of time I have stopped, um, uh, you know, uh, chasing that kind of a goal for various reasons. I think, uh, but I think one of the thing that I learned was that uh, the whole notion, because I think we have all become consumption machines, uh, you know, as whenever the you know advent of social media and more than social media, I think. uh you know the guy who invented infinite scroll right which which is causing to all the worries uh, uh worries that we have so so consumption of course i think it's it's a critical element in our ability to uh, create anything but uh, so consumption itself by itself is not bad right you can you need content but uh, the problem is uh, like we have become consumption machines by default so one of the things that i consciously worked on was to consume uh, mindfully having the right set of filters uh, in place on you know what kind of information really uh, attracts me and i think that is a feeder right if you look at the sketch noting process it starts with you know you consuming an idea and then that each to simplify that idea over a period of time but if you are you know loading your funnel with uh, more than what you can handle it is very hard to come up with the right kind of output so i think it is it is important to consume mindfully it is important to know that less is more when it comes to you know consuming uh, the right kind of content and that you know some of the time that i saved by you know having those vanity goals of reading entire book i invested in you know maybe reading part of the book and maybe spending that rest of the time in simplifying uh, the whole messages that i want to as a part of sketch note so consume less okay. and more is one of the biggest learnings that i have consciously worked on in the last uh, i would say few years very true very true thanks thanks for sharing that mm-hmm. uh, you you talked about sketching and then going for a jog Uh, maybe on a everyday basis or on a skip uh, basis so what are the habits or what are your daily routines uh, that help you to do whatever that you are doing everything like say for example sketch noting jogging and your work parenting so what are the habits that help you to do these things as the best i think yeah it, it's it's important to be in the right frame of mind be it work or be it uh, with the family uh, and and i think a lot of things that we do on a daily basis uh, i believe uh, are are interconnected um i think in in terms of habit uh, running i think i uh, i i do that uh, at least i think the training program that i follow for full marathons is requires me to run at least four times a week and you end up doing like five or six uh, times you know rest a couple of days with you know very uh short sort of sort of a jog i think that is important because that helps you clear your mind uh, uh fully uh and then uh the whole uh, i think work uh, work part uh, i would say the habit uh, that work i think in at work uh, contrary to the way i do sketch noting uh, it has to be a series of deep work and uh, sh- uh, you know shallow work i think when i mean deep work is Uh, a good part of uh, what what you end up doing as a part of the work at least the profile that i am handling requires me to be doing the deep balancing deep work with the shallow work and you know when when you are answering emails and all you need not be like as deep mm. engrossed uh, as when you are building a maybe proposal or uh, building the next uh, you know you know working on architectures and stuff like that so so i think that having a balance uh, 
is is important i think there was this uh, good analogy that i read uh, over uh, twitter some time back right uh, working like a uh, working like a lion against working like a buffalo right so lion uh, probably mm. uh, works a few uh, times a day but uh, during the time you know uh, lion is hunting uh, it is with the full energy then after that it takes rest and you know comes back whereas maybe buffalo is uh, you know whole day you know doing uh, similar side of work so i think it's not that uh, uh, for certain type of work you got to be lion but certain type of work you got to be uh, uh, got to be uh, buffalo and then i think one habit that i said uh, to read something before you sleep you know just to allow for um you know one is like time away from screen like uh, not seeing the screen before uh, you are going for bed because i think it kind of uh, it is uh, proven i believe scientifically that uh, it, it it impairs your uh, ability to sleep well if you are seeing the screen just before you are sleeping so i tend to like switch off uh, 30 minutes before sleeping and try to read something uh, the topic which is of interest uh, that day and and take that okay. forward yeah these are few few okay. of the things i think which which i believe uh, helps helps me thank you uh, i think each bit as you said you know everything is interconnected so each bit of your habit helps you to do the best work so thanks for sharing that mm-hmm. couple of last questions uh, anuj uh, one time you also sketch noted about leadership so in your opinion what are the characteristics of a great leader and if you can give some examples who are they yeah i think uh, so leadership is a very broad topic um, and you know i i i tried to scratch i think that there are a few sketches that uh, i have done uh, over a period of time but i think one of the things that i learned uh, uh, in my career about leadership uh, is the concept of uh, being a giver i believe uh, being a giver is a very very important uh, concept of uh, being a leader Uh, and i think one of the books that uh, i read that changed my perspective about giving was this uh, book called as give and take by adam grant mm. and mm. i think that the book and it it has some parallels on why i sketch note also i think it's not uh, for any sort of external validation but i think it's uh, maybe giving for the sake of uh, giving right i think you uh help someone become better i think over a period of time you know when we hang our boots and careers is over i think maybe those things matter more than um any anything else so the concept of giving i believe is very important i think leadership to me is one of the most noblest profession because you are in a profession where uh, you can really create uh, the right amount of difference right kind of difference in the mind mind of uh, people and how do you do that i think the second lesson of course uh, is uh, about empathy right and it's it's quite hard and i think you know this uh, empathy gets used as a buzzword a lot these days but i think it is one of the hardest things to in my opinion to become uh, em- empathetic really know what's happening in the lives and the minds of people and really you know uh align yourself uh, as a leader uh to uh you know to serve the people with with empathy which which i believe is a very underrated but at the same time uh i think quite uh, quite difficult to achieve i think this is maybe a yeah. constant uh thing uh, uh to, to strive yeah i would say these two things uh 
you know, giving and uh, the act of giving selflessly and empathy as key leadership traits. Very true. Very true. Uh, what's the kindest thing someone has done for you? Yeah, that's actually, uh, uh, now that I think you asked this question, you know, there was one time, um, uh, I, I was like always fascinated by, not with bikes, but uh, with a very particular bike, uh, Royal Enfield, right? I always wanted to buy when uh, when I was in college. Of, of course, early days, you didn't have as much, uh, you know, as as many means to buy it. But, uh, you know, I happened to buy, I think I was in Bangalore only, and um, and I bought my, and I still have that Royal Enfield. And I was coming from the uh, shoe, uh, you know, f- from the showroom, uh, and I was you know, standing on a signal. I noticed that uh, my shoelace was open, and I became very conscious, like, you know, and I was in the middle of the traffic, and I, I kind of tried to, uh, while on bike, I was just trying to get down or maybe put my feet up to, uh, you know, tie my shoe uh, shoelace. And I could not do that. And there was this gentleman who was passing by uh, the road and he saw me struggle a little bit. And I was also conscious because this was the first time I was driving this bike. And I didn't know what to, uh, you know, how to like put put up a stand and then and do the stuff. And this guy simply comes and, you know, bends down, he ties my shoelace, which was open and he just smiled and he went away. And I, you know, could not, uh, and that kind of, uh, you know, something uh, sort of snapped within me at that time, right? I think, you know, people, how can people be so selfless, right? If they First is like, I didn't even ask for help and he, you know, this guy mm. saw it. And, I, and the worst part is I don't even know his name. I think only way I realized uh, to kind of thank him is to pay that forward. So I uh, not try to look for only the opportunities where people have to, you know, having difficulty mm. in their shoelaces, but any other ways in which uh, they can, uh, I can go and help out people. Yeah, you rightly said, uh, Anuj, uh, the only way we can uh, pay back to the people that who have helped us is by paying it forward. Yeah. And that, that's how humanity is thriving. With all the problems in the world, I think the only way the humanity is thriving is because of the people, the selfless people who are paying it forward. Uh, uh, what's the definition of a, living a good life? Oh, that's a that's a that's that's quite a deep question. I think if if I if I need to look back at my life, uh, I think it all starts with a family. So um, of course, I think the society you live in, you have a great deal of responsibility too. But uh, I think. Um, to me, I think it, it has always revolved around playing the roles uh, as well as I can of a son, of a spouse, of a of a, a sibling, and uh, you know of a father, right? I think it, it it's a uh, lot of my life has revolved around uh, coming uh, through this, and then also I feel it is important to uh, give back in whatever shape and form you can. I think the biggest form of giving back. I believe is uh, giving your time and attention to uh, someone, and also I think pick pick up a cause like you know all of us are uh, cannot be uh, you know Azim Premji or Bill Gates when it comes to philanthropy, but I think in our small bit ways uh, we can go ahead and uh, you know help out help out uh, the world. I think in my world uh, I've been fascinated by Olympic sports. I know I think there are a lot lot of other bigger problems that we have uh, in humanity but i think one of the things that 
uh, I have done in last seven, eight years is to support this NGO called as uh, Olympic Gold Quest, uh, which which uh, supports, which who has a mission of making uh, India win gold medals. I think that is my sort of uh, uh, cause that I picked up for society where I uh, contribute and, uh, you know, with full heart and, and support. Um, in, and in addition to finding other ways, right, uh, where, wherever I can. Very good. Very good. Thanks. Uh, thanks, Anuj, for sharing that. Uh, where can people find you online? Oh, yeah, I think uh, I'm, I'm pretty much on Twitter. So, uh, you know, uh, at the rate Anuj Magazine, I'm uh, uh, fairly active on LinkedIn as well. Uh, I think these are the two platforms. Facebook, I think I'm there, but uh, you know, not very active on that. Instagram, also same thing, not not quite active. So, uh, I think these two places uh, I'll be available. And I do, you know, one of the things that I've tried to do in the spirit of uh, giving back to profession professionals is that I kind of make sure to respond to each and every message that I uh, you know get on LinkedIn. I may not be like as prompt always but i think within certain time i i do uh, kind of reach out uh, and respond to everyone who have reached out to me uh, or something yeah thanks anoj i think we have a lot more to speak yeah. and we can go on speaking and i think probably i will invite you for another session on leadership empathy and paying it forward so we will have that but now thank you for taking your time uh, for this particular podcast, I have learned a lot about sketch noting, and probably I will try out my hands on the sketch notes, and I will share it with you. And as Tanmay inspired you, probably you will inspire quite a lot of people to get into sketch noting. Thank you for taking your time, uh, Anuj. Hey, thank you, thank you so much, uh, Joseph. I think uh, certainly the uh, I think we spent like 40, 45 minutes, but I think the uh, the best 45 minutes of the day so far. So thank you so much for, uh, you know, all the great questions and curiosity and, you know, uh, and all the great work that you're doing. Uh, thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Anuj. I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Anuj and follow him on LinkedIn, Twitter, ask him questions about sketchnoting. As he said, he likes to pay it forward and uh, he would inspire you and he will also answer all the questions that you have. Also check out my executive coaching program called Gravitas Wins. Finally, don't forget to subscribe to this channel. Thank you and have a life of wins.